You're listening to season five of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Evans, and I am so delighted that you are here. I'm passionate about all things business, marketing, and celebrating the everyday. And I'm here to help you navigate the crossroads of life, business, and everything in between. I'm a small city mama who works from home and has been an entrepreneur for almost 20 years, switching up from event planning to marketing and social media consulting. Along with personally experiencing hardship in my own life and business, I've discovered how powerful our mindset and purpose is in creating a life of joy and celebration while having a whole lot of fun along the way. Join me for happy hour as I connect you with inspiring leaders, entrepreneurs, tastemakers, and extraordinary people as they share their journey in life and business, sharing all the secrets on how they are striving to live a life of purpose. Your fears and beliefs in yourself will be transformed as you are challenged and encouraged to work towards creating the best version of yourself from the inside out. You're in good company. Cheers to celebrating simple life. Before I dive into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know how grateful I am for every single review that you leave on Apple Podcast and Google. With listeners from around the world, each review helps Celebrating Simple Life podcast get notice and grows our listenership. A review only takes a minute. You can even press pause right now. Scroll down on the Apple Podcast home screen, click the star rating and write a quick review or jump over to Google Celebrating Simple Life. And if you want to connect on conversations about the episodes and find out who future guests are, follow Celebrating Simple Life podcast on Instagram and click over to celebratingsimplelife.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter. I'm so delighted to have you with me today. Yes, you. The show is better because you are here. I wanted to tell you a few details about the In Good Company Social Club. What exactly is the In Good Company Social Club? Well, this is a small group of supportive business partners that you never knew you always wanted. Through this intentional monthly virtual group, you will create a strategy, plan, and schedule your own social media in your business. Creating content to increase your presence in an authentic way while creating incredible impact on your business. You will not only gain clarity and the tools to start scheduling your social media in an efficient way, you'll have access to asking the questions, learning the best practices that are unique to your own business so that your business can thrive on social media. Watch how your social media content can transform with a fresh set of eyes, helping you create meaningful and powerful connections. You get a monthly Zoom meetup, an educational topic, connection with other business owners in a small group setting online, and a monthly plan for your social, all of your social questions answered. If you want to experience more joy and less stress in your business, if you are tired and overwhelmed and you crave the freedom to spend more time on the pieces of your business that really need you, you want a clear social media strategy to take your business to the next level, and you keep trying to do this on your own, but always end up back where you started, this is the place for you. Imagine if you could spend a couple hours a month and have your entire social strategy planned, organized, and scheduled. You were able to spend more time in the areas of your business that really needed you. You could even spend more time on taking care of yourself, your family, hobbies, self-care, travel. This is an accountability group who will understand you and your business and be a cheerleader for you. The In Good Company Social Club waitlist is open click through to celebrating simple life in order to get yourself on the wait list and get started in moving your business in a direction that you want it to go this year.
Today on the Celebrating Simple Life podcast, we are starting a new series on celebrating your story. And we are kicking it off with a bang. How to ask for what you need with confidence. Hello, I'm Kimberly, recovering people pleaser, yes girl, and always doing just fine. Are you feeling this? Keep listening. We are going all in today. First of all, I'm just going to dive in and give you the permission that you don't actually need, but you probably feel better already knowing that you have the permission (laughs) to not ever have to feel sorry for how you are showing up in the world or afraid of how to ask for what you need. Do you need a break in your schedule? Take one. Do you need someone to make dinner for you? Just ask or order in. Do you need someone to listen to your next amazing business idea? Message a partner in business crime and just lay it on her. You need someone to watch your kids? Ask a friend. Hire a babysitting service. Sweet talk a neighbor. Girl, I am serious. It has taken me 39 years and counting to get to a place where I can finally start not caring as much about the things that I thought I needed to care about. When I lived in Taiwan way back in 2002 and 2003, one of the first phrases I learned how to say in Mandarin was sorry or excuse me. As a true Canadian, I wanted to be polite when living in a country where I didn't know the language. And I'm going to tell you something. The amazing people of China do not care if you say excuse me or bump into them on a crowded subway, or reach in front of them at the grocery store because they are going to do it right back to you just to survive. That country is amazing and it is full. And I learned so much in my year living there about how to care less in the best way possible. Fast forward to today, I've realized that I am a chronic I'm sorry user. Yep, it's a self-diagnosis sorry syndrome. It's a combination of politeness and not wanting to offend someone. I would rather be the person to take the blame than ever be accused of being unkind, rude, or too assertive. Listen, I'm definitely not a fan of rudeness or being unkind, and I think there is always a way to fit kindness into every situation. But I think there's a difference in being confident and assertive without being rude. Often when I'm getting overwhelmed or anxious or frustrated in any given situation, it's usually because I haven't been able to identify to myself what I want and expect others around me to be able to know what I need. And I've worked a lot with my therapist and independently on growth and learning and trying to practice new ideas to reframe the patterns in my brain that have taken 39 and counting years to develop. And I'm always the type of person that wants to think that I'm going to be able to implement everything by tomorrow. But here's a few of the lessons that I've been learning along the way to transform the way that I'm showing up for myself. And I think that that's often half the battle that we as women or leaders or business owners are struggling with is we feel like we should have it all figured out and we shouldn't need somebody to help us. Or if we ask for somebody to help us, that means we're failing and we can't keep up. And I don't know about you, but this has caused so many problems for me in my life 
when in actuality, I could solve a lot of the problems that I needed to solve on my own if I was just able to, first of all, identify what I needed and be able to ask for it with confidence rather than feeling that that meant that I was failing. And the first way that I've started realizing that I have the ability to do this for myself is by slowing down. I'm learning that when I slow down and I can actually identify what it is that I need in any particular situation and who I might need to ask something that I need for, the roller coaster process of feeling great and then overwhelmed and then feeling great and then overwhelmed slowly starts to level itself out when I can just pause, slow down, and actually figure out day by day what is happening in that given day and what can I do about it that's within my own hula hoop to control. This has bar none been one of the most favorite things that my therapist has ever taught me and I think about it every single day. She talks about being in your own hula hoop and I've talked about this on previous episodes before because it's such an important visualization for me in my own life. And I hope that it's something that you can feel is helpful for you too. Thinking about your own hula hoop and thinking about what is in your realm of control and what doesn't need to be in your realm of control. And when someone else is doing something that you wish wasn't happening, our tendency is to want to change that person rather than to change our own situation of what's going on for us. So slowing down makes that process more manageable. When things are going at 100 miles an hour and you have things going on all day every day and you haven't taken time to be able to even take a breath, let alone be able to identify your feelings in any situation, it can immediately kind of blow up with the people that end up crossing your path or get um, in line of what's going on because you're moving at such a fast pace that all of a sudden it just feels overwhelming without really being able to even see it coming. And part of that is being able to figure out what is really bothering me right now. And I do this exercise a lot um, to be able to actually be honest with myself. Sometimes it's harder to identify than others. Something there might there might not actually be something wrong, but maybe things are just moving too fast or there's just too many things on a to-do list or too many appointments scheduled in the week or everyone in your household, including yourself, is maybe just feeling off. I don't know about you, but this past week has definitely felt like there's some unique cycle going on around. I've had so many conversations with other business owners, with friends, with people that I've just even had just email conversations with of, wow, this has been an interesting week. It just feels like the change of season. There's still a lot going on in regards to what's happening in the world with the pandemic. And it just, with how it's getting darker in the mornings, even with where we live, just feels like it feels energy draining. And to be able to really identify what do I actually need right now? Do I need more sleep? Do I need to take a nap? Do I need to eat something really nourishing? Do I need to just pause and read for a little bit instead of crushing five appointments back to back to back? Do I need to cancel an appointment just to give myself a little bit of space? 
These are often things that we feel are non-negotiables. And I'm realizing that we can't always predict what our schedule is going to feel like a few weeks ahead of time. If you've booked a bunch of appointments or you have things on the go and suddenly that week comes and you're just not feeling it. And sometimes I think we put pressure on ourselves to need to feel a certain way in a certain time. For instance, this past weekend was Halloween and we were feeling like we weren't sure if we actually felt like dressing up. The kids had costumes, they had them, but they just were not really feeling like they were in the mood. And I said to them, you know what? Just because it's Halloween doesn't mean you have to do something. This is something that has happened in the world. It's a holiday. It's a fun time. But if you're not feeling it, then you're just not feeling it. And that is okay to be able to check in with yourself. And I think that when sometimes it's hard to identify that with ourselves, but let's imagine if a friend was asking you the same thing that you are thinking about, what would you tell them for advice? Sometimes we tell ourselves the complete opposite story that we would tell a friend because it's like we're just too in it when we're talking to ourselves in our mind about what we should be doing. Imagine what you would tell a friend. What would you say to them in the most kind, caring, thoughtful way? Let's tell ourselves that. Let's tell ourselves that it's okay to let go and cancel something that isn't serving us today or to take a breath and to just say, you know what, this is what I need today. Because the alternative of not asking for what we need means that you are okay to let yourself down. You're okay to tell yourself, oh, you don't need that right now. Just push through, keep going. You committed to this. You shouldn't say no. I have so often had those thoughts through my head and I've realized why would I be more okay with letting myself down than being honest with somebody else about what it is that I need in a situation and just deciding that's what I'm going to do. The next piece that I often think of is in raising two daughters, for those of you that are parents and are raising children, so often something that I am thinking about for myself, I would think, oh my goodness, I would never give this advice to my kids. I would never tell my children to just push through on something if they are having a day. We have moments around here and we have moments where I'm able as a parent to kind of be the rock and be the person that's there. And then sometimes we're all having a moment at the same times and it doesn't feel like any of us are really able to manage the situation in the most optimal way. But as I raise my daughters to be independent women in this world, I am realizing that when I'm apologizing for not being able to do something that I've committed to doing or I need to make a change of plans, it's actually holding me back from showing up in my life and business in the ways that I want to. And I don't want my daughters to see that as an example. I don't want them to think that they can't listen to what their body is telling them they need and that they need to just push through no matter what. And so sometimes when I flip the script and put that perspective in my mind of thinking about what I would wish for them, 
that helps me be kinder to myself in thinking, you know what, if I wish this for them, I need to wish this for myself as well. I'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to remind you that the most wonderful time of the year is just around the corner and Crave Cupcakes has got you covered. Their holiday cupcake menu is available starting November 15th, as well as their holiday cookies and decorating kits. I cannot wait to sip cocoa and make some cookies with my girls this holiday season. Their holiday cupcakes include a sticky toffee pudding cupcake, vanilla toffee buttercream on a sticky toffee cake, and confetti sugar cookie cupcake, confetti cookie buttercream topped with confetti cookie crumb on a vanilla cake. And because I want you to treat yourself as a listener of Celebrating Simple Life podcast, you get an exclusive code to receive 10% off your order of $21 or more on mini cupcakes, original cupcakes, cookies, and sandwich cookies to make your holiday entertaining, delicious, and simple. Click the link in the show notes and head over to cravecupcakes.ca and use the code CELEBRATING or stop by person in their beautiful store located at the heart of Broadway in Saskatoon or Regina, Edmonton, and Calgary locations using the code CELEBRATING because today is a great day to celebrate. All right, friend, back to the show. The old airline oxygen mask rule, put on your own oxygen mask before assisting others. It is actually impossible to take care of other people in the way that they need to be taken care of if you yourself are not fully taken care of. And I don't want to give my family, my kids, my spouse, my clients, my friends, my neighbors, I don't want to give them tiny pieces of me. I want to be able to show up in the best way possible for them. And I've had to learn this the hard way time and time again, where I'm just going with the flow. Life gets busier and busier and the schedule gets fuller and fuller. And all of a sudden I just snap. I can see the train approaching and I'm trying to do everything I can to stay on course. And then it just hits me and I'll snap on my kids or I'll get upset with my husband for something that he did or did not do. (laughs) I'm maybe resentful to a client who's taking up more time because I haven't actually set up the boundaries to take care of myself And what I'm really feeling in this moment is that I actually have no one to blame but myself. And then that feels even worse because I've let myself down. I haven't taken care of myself, my heart, my mind, my body and soul who takes care of me every single day. I need to take care of her. And if I'm not able to verbalize what I need to the people around me, and that gets me to a place of burnout or needing to cancel all of the things on my schedule, that's not really a healthy place for me to be in either. So if I need a break in my schedule, I need to take one. I need someone to make dinner for me, ask or order in. I just went back to signing up for our good food boxes again this week, which I hadn't done for almost 18 months and decided, yeah, we need this. We need to get back on track. I need help. I need someone to listen to my next amazing business idea. I am for sure going to be messaging somebody saying, hey, I need to check this through. Can we talk about this? Or I'm going to hire a coach and say, I need to talk this through. Can you help me with this? Whatever the case may be, there's always a solution to solving the reasons why you're feeling a certain way. Whether you need space, whether you need rest, whether you need food, 
water, a friend to talk to, a confidant, a therapy session. You need to go do something fun. You need to just change up your routine and just get out of the blah that's been going on. I really, really believe there's always a solution, but we have to be willing to have the hard conversations with ourselves and honest conversations with others. If someone has let you down, say something. Don't let it build up and be resentful about it. Say what it is that you need. I have so much respect for the people in my life who I can see are showing up in such an honest way. They're owning up to mistakes that they've made in the past, present. They're owning up to missing an appointment and not needing to be sorry about it, but just owning the fact that we are imperfect people. We don't have to be sorry about something unless there is actually something to be sorry for. And we don't need to explain ourselves to anyone. I think often, especially as women, we have this pressure on ourselves that we can't just say yes or no without there being a full explanation around it. You're having a busy week. You need to change up your schedule in order to allow yourself to slow down a little bit. There's no explanation needed. Hey, I know I've had to reschedule this meeting once before. Thank you for understanding. Period. You don't need to say, sorry, I need to reschedule this meeting. I'm having such a busy week. I'm so sorry. I hope this hasn't inconvenienced you at all. We can be kind and compassionate and caring and respectful without feeling like we need to have ourselves be dragged and walked over in order to get what we need. If your feelings are hurt because somebody has said something hurtful to you, it's okay that your feelings are hurt. You can decide if this is something that you internally can let go of. Great. This is something you feel like you actually want to have a conversation. Do it out of kindness and assuming the best out of somebody rather than assuming that somebody intentionally wanted to hurt your feelings. Instead of saying nothing or giving someone the cold shoulder or saying sorry when you haven't even been doing something wrong just because you don't want them to be upset with you. Yep. Speaking from experience here, (laughs) just let the person know that your feelings are hurt. If you say nothing, they might not even know that your feelings are hurt because you're just pretending to be fine. So often I've even had miscommunications with my spouse about this because I'm rolling along, handling things, handling things, pretending that everything is great. And he has no idea that I am really struggling on the inside because I'm just working at 300% capacity. And it's not until I'm able to actually ask for help, lower my capacity and say, hey, listen, I could really use your help on this. And him being like, of course, yeah, let me jump in. Rather than me assuming that he's not going to want to help or he thinks I should be doing this all on my own. And if you've let someone down, or something has happened where you've dropped the ball, missed a deadline or appointment, or done something that has hurt someone else, I am all for apologizing. Just owning our mistakes and having these honest conversations instead of cowering away from them or pointing the blame somewhere else. We are humans. We all make mistakes. We apologize a lot around our house around here. To me, that means we are showing up and owning our behavior to the people we are closest to and being self-aware enough to say, I'm sorry when we've done something. There have been so many stories that I've heard of 
in the past few years where people have courageously asked for what they need, even when it might not be the most popular thing to do. I admire and respect so much the people who are confident enough to know their own limits, to know their boundaries, the people who say yes when they mean yes and no when they mean no. Even if it means I don't always get my way (laughs) and we always want to get our way. When someone says that they aren't available or they um, can't meet up to do something until a few weeks from now, in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, They are really prioritizing a schedule and a life and commitments that work for them and work for their priorities rather than trying to fit everything around the fact of putting the things that they value and prioritize at the bottom of the list. Let's just start with being real with each other, taking a moment, slowing down, figuring out what it is that we need and asking for it. And never apologizing for asking for what you need. If you don't ask, the answer will always be no. I want to challenge you to actually take an inventory of your life. Take an inventory of what has been going on, even just since September when school has started again and back into a different routine in fall than perhaps the summer was and leading into the holiday season that's going to be coming our way in December and this kickoff to a new year in January. And often this is the season of us really figuring out and doing some planning and figuring out what we want in our life and what direction is our business going? What do we wish was in our life? What do we wish was not in our life? Let's think about that and figure out what isn't working for you. If you are continuously waking up on a daily basis with your heart racing or the feeling of dread or hoping you don't run into this person or wishing that you had more clients in your business or more time to take things on, or you wish you had less things going on in your life and less things going on in your business, let's address that. Let's not think that the way things are the way they have to be. Let's ask for what we need with confidence. Let's get to a place where the pieces of our life, the pieces of our business, the pieces of the relationships that we have coming into our day-to-day lives are the things that we are really excited to have there. And so often we think it's these big things that need to change, but really it's often just a million little things that add up to feeling like the big things. And I think it starts with asking for what we need. So I challenge you to really take a minute, write it down, type it up, talk to a friend, Just make a note of some of the areas in your life, in your business, wherever you're feeling this tug of resentment or feeling like you don't have the ability to get what you need in a situation, dive into that. Dig into those uncomfortable places that feel like you should just be moving on with things and it should just all be okay. Your story matters. And throughout November, 
we are going to be hearing stories on the podcast of ways that people are showing up in their life and living out circumstances from hardship, from dreams, from things that they want to do to make the world better. And I want that for you as well. And I want that for me. And I look forward to hearing how you are going to find the areas of your life and really learn how to ask for what you need with confidence. This show would not be possible without you, my incredible listeners. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to Celebrating Simple Life on Apple Podcasts or download and listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you choose to listen. If you really want to make my day, leave a review. These reviews, ratings, and sharing screenshots of podcast episodes that were engaging for you on your Instagram stories and tagging friends that you think should hear the episode too really helps the podcast grow. It makes me so happy that I often select reviews to read on the show. And if yours is chosen, you will receive a special gift from me. Thank you for being a part of my mission to connect stories of business and life. Cheers to Celebrating Simple Life. Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast is proud to be a member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, which is supported by Connexus. Wellness, however you define it, is achievable. You don't even need to figure it all out yourself. Talk to Connexus. They'll give you guidance, motivation, and the push you need to reach your goals. They've got you. They're your financial partner, and they know you can achieve your very best, your financial best. Prove them right. Start right at Connexus Credit Union. 